Hello and welcome to the Unmissables Awards Special. Woohoo! Thanks. I'm Boyd Hilton. I'm joined by my stupendous colleagues, Stephanie Seelan and Kay Ribeiro. Hello. Hello. And this very special podcast is happening because in this week's new issue of Heat magazine, out today on Tuesday the 14th of November, and online on Heat World, you'll find it somewhere, there'll be a web page full of this stuff, we are revealing the winners of the first annual Unmissables Awards. This is genuinely exciting. Oh. Yeah. So we thought, you know, the Unmissables section of the magazine is all about TV and entertainment, covering, you know, we cover music, we cover albums, we cover books, we cover TV, we cover film. So we've given awards out for all the best of the year in those categories. And we, as the Unmissables team, along with our glorious colleagues at Heat Magazine, have decided who the nominees and winners are in a myriad categories. And um, we don't want to spend the whole thing going on about every single category. So there's a lot, of, quite a few categories. But So in the magazine, you'll see all the categories there, who the nominees were and who the winners were. And we tried to go out and give the actual awards. We actually made awards, um, which were lovely objects. Made them. <laughs> lovely objects that we gave out, that I gave out, to um, as many winners as we, had, we could track down and find. Wow. In their natural habitat. You must Steph. have met some fantastic people. And you're going to hear in this podcast some of their winners' acceptance speeches. Oh, it's like the Oscars. Kay and Steph. It's like our version of it's the Oscars. It's like a local version. But more of the exciting. Yeah. As but I, better. Yeah, as I explained to Joe Whitehall, spoiler alert, it's more important than the Oscars. And I think he agreed. I think it he is concurred. More, of course. Yeah. And also, they don't have to dress up. So. Yeah. I mean, the BAFTAs, maybe, you know, if you're mm. British, might be up there no. being. I think you'll find in a few years' time, this is one they're all going to be This talking is going to be the one. This is going to be the award they all want. So, without further ado, and we're going to discuss what we think of the winners. I mean, you know, generally, we're not going to say we think they're rubbish because we came up Steph with this. Steph might. Hold on a minute. She's a loose cannon. I didn't agree to that. But it was actually. a democratic process. And, you know, you as individuals, you particularly you two, because I know what you're like with your Ricky Whittle <laughs> hatred and your problems with. Um, Hercule Poirot's waistcoat having a crease in it. I'm if you a haven't Poirot listened to purist. Yeah. Point I imagine point. you know you may disagree. Feel free to give your opinion, whatever. You know it's fine. No one's going to be offended if you don't agree with all the winners. So let's start with. But it's a moot point because we have given these winners. Let's start with nothing's moot. Let's start with one of the big categories of unmissable film of the year, and uh, the nominees are Wonder Woman, Gal Get Gadot. Out, Get Out, It as in Stephen King, it, Dunkirk, and Baby Driver. Ooh, hotly contested. Drum roll. I should, I should have... Uh, you should have got a drum. Yeah, I should Here, have got look. a drum roll. That is actually really good. I, can, I can't do that for all of them because my finger's going to hurt. Just let you know. And the winner is Baby Driver. So Edgar Wright wrote... Well, Steph's already frowned. Well, yeah, because you keep saying Dunkirk... You kept saying Dunkirk was your favourite film of the year. So you've obviously been overruled here. Well, I, no, I said, I think you're fine. I said that my favourites in my top three or four were Baby Driver and Dunkirk. And it kept, I think, oh, did it come streaming in there? And um, I love Get Out. I love all, all of these. To be fair, really he has films. talked a lot about Baby Driver. He has, Thanks. he has. Thanks, but he's Kate, also talked a lot about Dunkirk. I mean, I'm, I'm very happy with Baby Driver. Baby Driver is... It's a great film, isn't yeah. it, Steph? Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. And... And remember, as listeners will remember, I've called this a musical, and Boyd hates musicals. It is a bit mm. like a film musical. You saying that has actually put me off watching it. Ansel Elgort yes. is absolutely fabulous. He is. Absolutely. As is Lily James. She's in it. Yep. She's his girlfriend. She's fantastic as well. And um, I think what I think the reason it's one is because it's possibly like Dunkirk, these are all very brilliant cinematic films. You know, they're all look look stunning. But I think it might be the most purely entertaining, even more than Wonder Woman. 
it's got it all, I think, because it's got it has the whole thing's played out to these brilliant music that he's listening to on his iPod. Ansel Elgort's character, he's the getaway driver for these people who are robbing banks. It's got romance, it's funny, it's as so all, original, it's incredibly um, exciting and thrilling and tense, and it's kind of romantic as well. I think for me, yeah. it's got everything. I think that's why it's one, okay? You be uh, clearly, you haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't seen it because Steph said it was a musical, but if you think I should watch it, boy, no, you should it's not watch really, it. they don't get out and sing. Right? No one. Yeah, because you know I hate the talking singing. It's not like La La Land, right? This oh, I is love musical. La La Land. Well, if you, so you like that musical, then why will you well, stop yourself watching it? Gosling was in La La Land, not on here. Because that was last year. It, oh, I'm not going to get into that again. As I've told you, La La, films, it's not about when you've seen them, it's about when they were released. But anyway. I think you'll find it is about when I've seen them. Okay. In the small print of the awards, it says <laughs> when Boyd's seen them okay, is fine. the criteria. But Baby Driver is a worthy winner because it's so original it and it's thoroughly enjoyable and everyone will enjoy it. We're all agreed. The next, let's move on. We've got a whole gaggle of TV categories. But I think we should start with the unmissable TV comedy of the year. And the nominees for this were The Trip to Spain, This Country, People Just Do Nothing, Peter Kay's Car Share, and catastrophe, mm-hmm. and I feel there we've got the gamut because you've got you've got a, for your faux documentaries, yep. both people just do nothing in this country on BBC Three, kind of culty, you know, for the youth, for the kids. You've got the classic, the grandmaster Peter Kay, yep. and his incredibly popular um, car share, which the second and last ever series went out this year. You've got catastrophe. That was the third series, oh, of course, of Sharon Horgan and Rob Delaney's show, and the trip to Spain. The Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon thing, directed by Michael Winterbottom, which is, again, the third series of that. So I think it was an interesting toss-up, and I'm now going to... Can, reveal... I, can I reveal the winner? Yeah, you can. Of oh, course wait a minute, can. wait, wait, wait. Drum roll. Drum roll, please, Kay. Oh, that was a great drum roll. The winner is The Trip to Spain. How about that? How yeah, I'm, that? I'm on board with that. Are you? Yeah. I, yeah. I totally am. If I, if I had to go abroad with uh, two famous people, I would choose Rob Brydon and Steve Coogan. They're fantastic. Yeah, I th- again, I, my theory is because I, th- I think probably in the end, I mean, these are all absolutely brilliant. Um, I think this country was like the real breakthrough one. Did you watch that? It was the it was the f- the, no, two, the brother that. sister in a rural uh, place, like incredibly clever and funny. But and I think, but for me, it's between catastrophe and the trip to Spain. Catastrophe, you know, is so good. But yeah, catastrophe is good. Yeah, I it's fantastic. Been happy with that as well. It was fantastic. But for me, it's all about the sheer pleasure of sitting there watching Steve Coon and Rob Brydon doing their unbelievably brilliant impressions, eating incredible cordon bleu food and Just hanging shit. out with them. Just hanging out yeah. with them, exactly. Right? It's the greatest of all TV pleasures for me, Steph. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And also, let's just say, Steve Coogan, very hot in this. Oh, very God, yeah, hot. I forgot how much you fancy Steve oh, Coogan. Oh, yeah, I about that as well. He has got Steve better Coogan with age. in a light knit. Ooh. Yeah, and you said that Hard last to resist. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to resist. Both Coogan and Brydon are ageing so well. Yeah. It's incredible. They're both, mm. like, fit. They're both, like, whip it thin. Yeah. It's incredible. Whip it thin. Whip it whip thin, it thin like even that? though they're eating so much on these yeah. trips. Yeah, but they, they both, like, there's a lot of running in the series. You'll see them running yeah. around jogging late yeah. at night. Anyway, I caught up with, brilliantly enough, Michael Winterboss and the director and Steve Coogan. Rob Brydon was available because he's on tour. And this is, it's kind of mostly Steve Coogan, obviously. This is what he said. Hello, I'm Steve Coogan. Uh, this is Michael Winterbottom. Uh, we are very, thank hello Boyd. That's the guy who's holding this state of the art um, smartphone <laughs> camera. Uh, we're very, very pleased to receive this uh, Now TV Heat Unmissables Award, a comedy of the year 2017. Uh, on behalf Michael here on behalf of ourselves and Rob Bryden, who uh, wasn't available. It's very unusual actually that Rob's not available and I am. It's normally the other way around, obviously. But um, 
this is the third series uh, of the trip, uh, which is a real pleasure to make, um, uh, to make a show that's, uh, and people say, is it as fun to make as it, as it looks? And uh, it is almost as much fun to make as it looks, because uh, it does require a bit of work, but um, there's no escaping the fact that we get to eat wonderful food in beautiful places and, uh, and have every single scene, journey, backdrop, uh, morsel of food uh, curated by people of great vision and taste I Michael Winterbottom, who has to go on very arduous research trips before they shoot uh, every series of, uh, of, the, of the trip, um, all tax deductible, of course. So, um, yeah, so thanks a lot, and uh, and hope maybe I'm sure we'll do another one one day uh, if we can't get any other work. So, uh, thanks a lot, and this will take pride of place on Michael's mantelpiece, uh, <laughs> along with his collection of Toby jokes. That was Steve Coogan and a little bit Michael Winterbottom, but mostly Steve Coogan. Did you cut out the bit where he said he really liked Steph and curly hair? Did you, yeah, I did, did cut you? that. I thought that was just indulgent. It's too much. It's yeah. too much. It I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get a big head. Yeah. Or a how exciting is that yeah. actual Steve Coogan? Excited to win a, in a unmissable award. I think in many ways, you know, he's got like six BAFTAs. I think he's got, he got you know, nominated for an Oscar for screenplay. Yeah, so the only award was up. He can, and the yeah. way up is the unmissable Yeah. He consensus of the new award to get. Yeah. TV drama of the year. Would you like to read these nominees yes, out, Yes, I Steph? would like to read these nominees. So the nominees for TV Drama of the Year are Line of Duty, Broadchurch, Sherlock, Dr. Foster, and Poldark. Oh, Fantastically God. read. What a category. Tough. This I would, is a I would tough want to be one. in this category. This tough. is super tough because obviously Broadchurch was amazing, Sherlock, perennially good, and Dr. Foster, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I just, I don't. I'm less, know. I'm less into Poldark. I have to say, I wouldn't mind just. It's about time you resolved that, Kay. No, I've got to. I've watched it. Oh, okay. I'm just not into. Oh, it. I see. That's oh. what I'm saying. So oh, that's one I would. In that case, you're fully entitled to your opinion. I'm not. I'm not that into Poldark. <laughs> I love Poldark. It's so. It's I, like to, I think but it's in lost this category. Steam. I just think it's it's the limp biscuit of this no, category. No way! Don't yeah, say that. It, no, this category, not of TV. First of all, there are no limp biscuit that's been dunked and then flopped in. There are no limp biscuits in the Heat Unmissable Awards for f sake. And Poldark, let, no, 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 I'm sorry. Okay, it gets okay. better and better. Each series gets better and better. It's fantastically written. It's, it, it's, it's the most exciting period of drama, really. Made. I think it's taken for granted, so there's, it should definitely be on this list. But we should say what the winner is. Now I'm going to get Kay to announce this one. Oh, so I can drum and talk. Yeah. Oh, my God. Line of Duty. Yes. Woo! I'm very happy about this result. I mean, it was brilliant, wasn't it? And it's like, how does writer... Jeb Mercurio, who writes the whole thing. How oh. does it keep year after year? It oh. just gets better and better and better, I think. Yeah. Consistently brilliant. Yeah. As you know, brilliant. I did this as a, as a binge. Yeah. I did this whole thing as a binge. Oh, yeah. Because you remember, because I never it. watched it and I was like, what the hell is everyone talking about? And I was like, I know. Well, you don't watch live about. TV, really. No, I don't watch live TV. Tandy TV. Newton, Steve in a wheelchair, oh. Hastings, oh. Balaclava Man, it had everything. And the whole there. thing kind of coming together in oh. the end with that, like, you saw. And all that the snippet of, oh, now yes. you kind of sensed where it was yes. going as well. And another season on its way next year. Can't wait. Oh, I can't believe. How is he going to do another season? How? I don't know, but Hastings better be in it and he better be in this. Of course he will be. I don't doubt it'll be even better the next series. It probably. Will. Kudos to Line of Duty in, in an incredible field. It's been a brilliant year yeah. for TV drama. And we've got another TV kind of drama category. We thought we'd do what we do is, because those mo most people haven't watched those shows as binges because they all went out weekly on TV. Yeah. So we thought we'd create a special category. These are all shows that were available in one go to binge, you see. 
So, you know, you've got your Netflix show. So this is unmissable TV binge of the year. We're the, so up with the kids, aren't we? This could literally be called Steph's binges of the year. Yeah. Because it, I binged every single yeah. one of these. So we have Big Little Lies on the Sky Atlantic at Now TV. Top of the Lake China Girl, which remember BBC Two, it was available to watch all in one yeah, go, yeah. all the episodes. It was a drop. Tin Star, also Sky Atlantic, Now TV. Again, all 10 episodes are available to watch as a binge. Mindhunter, Netflix. 10 hours and Stranger Things 2 Netflix as well oh. who's going to want to announce this one Steph, Steph can drum roll I, I'm very happy to announce that the winner is Stranger Things 2 and I think it's interesting because obviously that's the most recent one that's very yeah. only just dropped a few weeks ago but I think immediately had such an impact oh. and among the people who decided this it was like because I think it was between that and Big Little Lies Big Little Lies was absolutely phenomenal mm. wasn't it well, no, so, no, oh. no Big oh. Little Lies was phenomenal. I'm not necessarily happy about the Strange Things because, you know, I don't watch it. Yeah. Not in scary things. But I thought, for me, it would have been between Big Little Lies, which obviously was fantastic, the Nicole Kidman... What are we calling it? Renaissance. Kidmonaissance. Kidmonaissance. Kidmaissance. Kidnaissance. Oh, Kidnaissance. Okay. It's it. called a Kidnaissance. Reese Witherspoon, fantastic. But you know how much I love Tinstar? Yeah, oh, yeah. Tinstar was, was great, great. Yeah. but no one listened to me, so it has no. Why did I love Tinstar? Yeah. But I just, I, if you'd watch Stranger Things two or indeed Stranger Things one, you would realise that. Okay, I just want Tim ever. Roth to know that I voted for him. It, it's knows? noted; it's duly noted. But it has been nominated, Kane. As we all know, it's a great honour to be nominated for an unmissable <laughs> yeah, award. Yeah, it's not it's about being nominated. It I think really I can is. speak for the entire Tinstar team <laughs> <laughs> when I say that. Yeah. Um, but they have been being much changing things too, and very, very excitingly, we did get a little acceptance speech from no less than Natalia Dyer and Joe Keery, who, as you'll know, Kay, because you watch it religiously, play Na- Nancy Wheeler and Steve Harrington. I'm excited. Boyfriend and girlfriend, except, of course, they're in the, in the uh, menage a trois love triangle situation. Here they are with their Saucy. thoughts on winning an unmissable award. Hey, Heat, I'm Joe Keery. And Natalia Dyer. Thank you so much for giving Stranger Things the unmissable TV binge of the year award. We hope you've checked it out on Netflix uh, and given it a binge if you haven't and it's up there for you to enjoy now that was Natalia Dyer and Joe Keery thanking us for giving them an award for Stranger Things 2 Steph they're nice they're in love very they're nice aren't they they also give a little plug there for the series as if you know yeah Yeah. because you've got to watch it as if they need it well they did need it because you haven't watched it yet yeah you haven't watched it that was a plug direct for you Mm. listen unless they're gonna why won't you watch it Netflix why won't you get Netflix it's like seven ways in eight quid a month I'll lend you the money money what so is there too much choice they've got too much to watch too much choice how can you have too much choice that's like going to a buffet and going oh no I'll, go, I'll just go home and eat some toast and that's why I'll only choice. eat my dry pasta with butter on it um, can I read out the next one please god okay so this is for unmissable TV presenter of the year we have Sue Perkins Mel Giedroich Derma O'Leary Claudia Winkleman and Richard Ayoade well pronounced thank you yeah um, I think, oh, oh, drum roll, oh, oh, we're announcing the winner this yeah, early. Of yeah, no, fine, you go oh, for it. Do you want to do a little talk? Because yeah. I don't want to get into the <laughs> I, I'm going to just say, like, Richard Ayoade, I love, so yeah. I, oh, yeah. it's going to be this difficult. This it's one. tense, okay? It's tense. Oh, are you ready for me to do it? Because I don't want to prematurely do it. Totally ready. Yeah, go on. And the winner is Claudia Winkleman. Oh, <laughs> Winklewonkers. Winklewonkers. Oh, I love Claudia. It was tough, this one. And I think, you this know... This is a hard one. It was really hard because you had Dickie Aoade, yeah. who yeah. has done a brilliant job reviving that um, thing, that Crystal Maze. Oh, Crystal my God. How can you not remember? Man, Travel, Travel man. man. He's so many different kinds of man. Yeah, and he's a lovely guy, and he's 
Absolutely oh. such a brilliant presence. Of course, Mel and Sue both done brilliantly in the post Bake Off era. They both mm. had really good series that they've introduced. Yeah, and presented. the Ganges show for The Ganges show, fantastic. great. Obviously, we great. love Dermot. This was actually and tough Dermot, for me because I, mean, I, you know, I did vote. Yeah. Oh, it's a split because vote because Dermot and Claudia are my favourites. They're the two greatest people in the world. Claudia has won. And I think, you know, because if you watch her week in, week out, oh, I mean, I'm not even that obsessed with Strictly, as you know. I mean, you know, I'm, a, I'm an X Factor man, but. I just watching people, her people being watch funny and yeah. like people watch Strictly. People I love yeah. Strictly. She's funny, she's smart, and she's able to handle Anton Dubeck. And that woman has a fringe like no other. Oh. Let's mm. just say that the, the legend, the fringe. Yeah. And f- luckily enough, I caught up with her at the Strictly studio to give her the unmissable award, and she was brilliant. And this is what she said: "Hello, uh, my name's Claudia. I just want to say thank you so much for this. It's amazing. It's the best thing I've ever had." Um, Apart from a giant Toblerone, that's a different story. But I'm joking. This is amazing. I'm incredibly grateful. I'm so grateful to Boyd. I love you. I'm so pleased that naked cuddle paid off. Uh, Thank you. Thank you to Heat. Thank you. Heat's my favourite magazine. Are there other magazines? I don't know. That was Claudia Winkleman accepting the Unmissable Award. And I think it's probably clearly the highlight of her life so far. (laughs) It sounded like it was the highlight of her life. Yeah. She might as well just retire. Yeah. Definitely. Um, now, it's kind of similarly in the world of TV. Strictly is a huge entertainment show, and it has been nominated in the next category, which is a Missable Entertainment Show of the Year, Stephanie Seelan. Would you like me to read I want the you nominees? To read, I want you to. The nominees are A League of Their Own, Britain's Got Talent, Strictly Come Dancing, The X Factor, and The Last Leg. That's a cornucopia of entertainment is treats, isn't it? It's the best things on TV. It's pretty much the best things on TV. It's tough to compare all those different things, um, but... Drum roll. The winner is Aloto. Oh, Yay! League of Their Own. The League oh, of lads, their lads, own. lads. <laughs> Not just because they let me do an exclusive onset visit this year, earlier this year. And you met uh, Terry which I Henry. Hung out, which I met Terry Henry, the greatest night of my life. Maybe partly because of that. Um, That's not why they won. Not, no, not completely. No. It's because you've got the Flintoff Factor, you've yeah. got Hot Red Nap, you've yeah. got Thinking Woman's Crumpet, Jack Whitehall, yeah. you've got it all. Cordon. Hosting of course. It, you know, the glue. Effortless hosting makes it seem effortless. Yeah. And it is, I think, the incredible thing about a Loto, a league of their own, is that it started out as this, basically, a sports quiz, yeah. a, quite a laddie sports quiz, and now it's this incredibly unpredictable, freewheeling entertainment show. It's gone beyond its format to become Steph smiling, Kate smiling at me like I'm bonkers. No, I was just thinking, <laughs> I wonder if this is what could happen with a question of sport if Sue Barker started drinking beer and stuff and got a bit more laddie. Oh, very good. Listen. Yeah. I mean, but th- that's the, I think they've even reined back on the laddie, laddie-ishness. Laddie-ishness. No, it appeals to everyone. Oh, it's massive y- appeal, isn't it? If you, you, you yeah, could I not just, give a shit about sport and still like a low time. I like it when they do the challenges. Those challenges must be so expensive to set them up. Because yeah, they're always dunking them in a pool. Yeah. Well, when they go yeah. abroad, I like that. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, a League of I mean, Road of, Trip. It incorporates road trip, really. Um, it I think, does it? Yes, this award is, is half special. the road trip because the second road trip went out this year and that was f- fantastic. I would like to just quickly give a high commendation to Strictly Come Dancing, though, because, you know, if you cut me, I do bleed Strictly. You do bleed and Strictly. And I do love it. Cut Com- you, you bleed a tango. Commendation mm. noted. Not unlinked, the Unmissable Comedian of the Year is the next category. Ooh. And the nominees for this are... Jack Whitehall, Romesh Ranganathan, Sarah Pascoe, Sarah Millican, and Ricky Gervais. All of these people, let me just point out, mm-hmm. have had big stand-up tours this year. They're all seen, you know, you see them on TV sometimes, um, doing their funny things. So the kind of criteria, what, doing their funny things? I don't know what well, that sentence the, was. that's <laughs> the least they could do as comedians. They must be knackered, all of them. 
exhausted. But of course, Jack is as well the regular on a league of their own. And um, drum roll. It's starting to hurt now, guys. Okay, just keep going with it. The winner is Jack Whitehall. It's Woo! no surprise. The winner is Jack Whitehall. So, in fact, I gave him both of these awards. I thought... Oh, did you? Yeah, two birds, one stone. Yeah. One man, two awards. Yeah. And this is what Jack said. Um, thank you very much for making me the Comedian of the Year and voting A League of Their Own as the Entertainment Show of the Year. These are going to go on Pride of Place on my wall next and my comedy awards. And more importantly, my Do Best Stand-Up 2012. That was Jack Whitehall accepting the. I think he obviously was more excited about his solo award for Comedian of the Year. Yeah, I know. He has also had the very funny Bounty Hunter, we should say, which we were. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's got and like the travel show with his dad. Bounty Hunter, so recent, probably didn't even get included in the in the in the whatever Comedy of the Year thing. Maybe next year. Who knows? Yeah. I don't he know can, what the o- he can only are. hope because then he'll have a hat trick. Yeah, but he was absolutely brilliant about it, um, and I think he is. You know, all of those people are fantastic. Romesh, I love Romesh yeah. Ramanathan. Yeah, so let's actually, give he gets he gets a Ramesh. high commendation. Yeah. I mean, I think they're all great. Pasco, I love. Milliken yeah. gets better and better. Ricky Gervais's current oh, live show is the best live show he's ever done, easily. Yeah. Humanity, incredible. But Jack won that category. Now let's go for the big oh. thespians. It's thesp time. It's the, la- it's the last category. If you watch the Oscars every year, it's the big, it's one it of the big ones. Big it's one, one of like yeah. the second from last category. It's not category. our last day, so don't get However, excited about that. We <laughs> no, don't adhere it to that. Nearly, nearly. So it's kind of like, a little bit near the end. Yeah. yeah. So these categories, these are the th- thespian acting categories. Let's start with Unmissable Actor of the Year. Kay, who are the nominees? They are Bertie Carvel for Dr. Foster, Martin Freeman for Sherlock, Tim Roth for Tim Star, my favourite, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch for Sherlock and The Child in Time, and Peter Capaldi for Doctor Who. Uh, and drumroll. Drumroll. And the winner is... The winner is, of course, it's Benedict Cumberbatch for Sherlock and A Child in Time, which is... A Child in Time was one of the greatest programmes that has been on this year. Beautiful and his most real performance, we said. I think it's safe to say, it's safe to say on behalf of all of the people who voted for this award, the thousands in the, in the Academy, yeah. the Unmissables Academy, yeah. as I'm yeah. calling yeah. it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, that it was The Child in Time. So Sherlock was in the calendar years, right at the start of the year. I think it was New Year's Day. Yeah. You know, started with, and I absolutely love. There's no bigger Sherlock fan than me, as I think I've said before. Everybody you know. knows, yeah. And he was, and it, you know, even more incredible his performance. He had to do a lot in that this series of three Sherlock. So he was brilliant at that. But I have to say, a child in time was a was a new level for oh. me of just unbelievably real yeah. acting from Benedict in that. I and really just, feel like he's going to get a, like the more inferior BAFTA for this as well. Yeah, oh yeah, but you may get a BAFTA, not yeah. as important yeah, as... That, no, inferior. that sounded like a, yeah. it was a category of BAFTAs. And the winner yeah. of the more inferior <laughs> BAFTA yeah. is... No, he's going to get that. I mean, he'll put the BAFTA in the toilet and he's going to put this unmissable yeah. award well, exactly. on his mantelpiece. Exactly. And let's just say again that he did say that this is character he played in this is the closest yes. to him in real life, yes. which means that he is a dreamboat, wonderful human being. And let me say now, we're about to hear from him because I did go and see him. Oh, screams! On the set of his next thing, which is Patrick Melrose, which is going to be unbelievable. The Melrose books, by the way, everyone start reading them because when this TV drama comes on there next year on Sky, it's going to be enormous. Quick question. Yes. Why didn't you let Kay or I go to meet Benedict? Is it because you couldn't trust us to remain calm? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Just wanted to know. Just get that out, yeah. Um, he was. Uh, I think it was genuinely the fact that the child. He, he said in his speech that you know he was very grateful for Sherlock, but the Child in Time is his thing. It was his production company, his first thing he made with them, and he was. And he, he seemed, he's making good choices. I think it did seem like probably more important to him than his Oscar nomination. Mm. I, mean, I, I don't it. know. I'm I not saying that on it. his behalf. You're reading between the lines. I'm reading between the lines. This is what Benedict Cumberbatch said. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you very, very much. I'm very, very chuffed about this. 
Uh, not least because, as well as Sherlock, you're honouring me for The Child in Time, which I'm terribly proud of. Um, and I, I said that as a producer, it's the first one that our company, um, Sonny March, which myself and Adam Macklin run, have produced. And David Balter, who was producing um, at the time with us, gave, gave us the idea of this script, this brilliant script from Stephen Broussard and a fantastic director, Junior Farino, and we've amalgamated a great cast around Ian McEwan's extraordinarily powerful, devastating, but eventually um, uplifting novel. And um, I, I, I couldn't be more proud of, of everyone in it. So I accept it on behalf of all of us, uh, even though this is an acting award, I take it as a producer as well. Um, so thank you, Heat. That was Ben Cumberbatch. Oh, our winner, friend. Winner of the 2017 Unmissable Actor of the Year Award for Sherlock and, more importantly, perhaps, in this case, The Child in Time, yeah. which is out on DVD right now. Oh, is it out on DVD now? Listeners. Oh, oh what a great stocking filler. Get it. Actress of the Year. You can't have an Actor of the Year category without an Actress oh, of the no. Year category, can you, Steph? Oh, that would be ludicrous. Who are the nominees? The nominees are Elizabeth Moss for Top of the Lake 2 and The Handmaid's Tale. Nicole Kidman for Big Little Lies and Top of the Lake 2, Vicky McClure for The Replacement and Line of Duty, Suran Jones for Doctor Foster, and Pearl Mackey for Doctor Who. What a lineup! Can I just say, Ugh. I think this is one oh. of the strongest lineups of acting mm. yeah. it's possible to think of. Yeah. Jones, yeah. Kidman, yeah. Moss, McClure, and Pearl Mackey, who, as any Who fan knows, has completely made that, ca- ca- that character the best Doctor Who companion in years and years and years. I thought you were going to say she's made that character her own, a bit like Lee Walshwood. No, no, I'm not Lee Walshwood. Best companion for years. So, I mean, tell us, Kay, who is the winner? Let's have a drum roll. Oh, it's really getting, my things are really getting quite sore now. Just keep going with it. You've committed to it. Vicky McClure. Ah, of course. I am thrilled about this, particularly because she's, not only is she brilliant thespian, she's great in everything she does, and she was in the line of duty, I mean, the core team of her and Martin Comston God. are so brilliant year after year after year. And, you know, that show, it's just, you can't imagine that show without her. No, without them, without no. Her if, if, she, if she left, it'd be done. Right. And she's great in The Replacement That's as well. That's what I was well. going to say. The Replacement, this is the, the, one, the kind of four-parter she did with Morven Christie, the psychological thriller. She was so, it was another side to her. Yeah. You know, it was just her expression. I might not have agreed with the poor ending, but I thought oh, she was fantastic. Oh, about the ending. Let it go. Yeah. But yeah. That, was a, that was a show, loads of reaction shots from her, about, from both mm. of them, like working out what's going on with each other. It's all about the paranoia and, you know, they are... Are you mad? Are you a psycho? Who knows? It was fantastic. And she's also one of the lightest people in the world. Well, look, she, de- she deserves it and she's got it. She's got it. The Unmissable Award for the Best Actress this year. You're right. And here is Vicky McClure with her rather wonderful acceptance speech. Hello to all the Heat readers. I just want to say a massive thank you for this award. Um, I love playing Kate in Line of Duty and I had a lot of fun playing Paula in The Replacement. So this means a lot. I used to be, and still am, obviously, but I was an avid Heat reader. Tuesdays was a special day. Um, so yeah, this is going to go pride of place. And that was Vicky McClure uh, winning her Best Actress Award for The Replacement and Line of Duty. Just a reminder that we're not going to go through, because I mean, there are literally dozens of categories. Well, not and my fingers can't There are more it, than guys. a dozen categories. There are like 15, 16 categories. You know, there's Album of the Year, which you can read about. There's a TV Moment of the Year. There's, so, you know, we've done it. This is like the best of. Soap Storyline. But fine, Soap Storyline, is that Hey, Boyd, we're a podcast. Okay? Right. right. So we're I a thought, podcast. We are a podcast. You're absolutely right. Book of the Year, by the way. A brilliant book has won that. Go and see it in the magazine. Yeah. Go and see it online. And then read it's it. fantastic. In fact, I can tell you what it is because it's not like we're keeping it a secret. Good Me, Bad Me by Ali Land. It's like this year's you know, big thriller. Have you, either of you read it? 
No. It's re- it's fantastically compelling and brilliantly entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I'm like this year's Girl holiday. on the Train, you know, in that genre of a, a really gripping crime thriller drama. Drama? Crime thriller. Good Me, Bad Me, Unmissable Book of the Year. But we're going to end the podcast, the Special Unmissables Awards podcast, with, as you say, we're a podcast. Why not, why not acknowledge but, that podcasts are the most important genre of entertainment in the world ever? And obviously the winner is us, okay? Well... We're not so arrogant to nominate ourselves. Oh. Well, so. we are, but we're not allowed. We haven't been allowed to. So there has to be a second best podcast in the world. I imagine when the podcast awards nominations get announced by whoever organises those that will be nominated in every category. There is a podcast awards. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Seriously. I forgot what they're called. Yeah. The Poggies. Right. The uh, nominees for Unmissable Podcast of the Year. I'm going to read these out. Go on then. Okay. I don't, you know, I've just decided that. Wow, well, I was about to, I just opened my mouth. It's fine. The Adam Buxton Podcast. Oh, that's good. Dirty John, Kermode and Mayo's film review, My Dad Wrote a Porno, and S-Town. Do you notice I read those in, in alphabetical order, and yet on the printout that we've all got, they're not in alphabetical order. Oh, my gosh. What skill? Boyd. Skills. You eh? know your alphabet like hey, yeah. You deserve an unmissable award for reading <laughs> Thank you very in much. alphabetical order. Thank you very, very much. And the winner is Boyd. Well, no. <laughs> and the winner is... S-Town. Yes. yes. Now this is a horrible wasn't it? Because, because, oh, well, I think from the people that bought you cereal, come on. But Dirty John, yeah, Dirty John, Dirty John was the recent um, kind of in a similar vein that was recommended to us famously, Mm. of course. Have you listened to it, Steph? I haven't listened to it yet. It was recommended. Oh my god, I should listen to it. Downloaded. I've got it downloaded. Let me finish the sentence. It was recommended to us by our guru and producer and legend and editor, John. Who isn't dirty? No, Clean John. Undirty John. Clean John recommended Dirty John. Dirty John, we know where. It wouldn't even be on this list if Clean John hadn't recommended it. (laughs) No one would have listened to it in the world. I mean, it's been number one on the iTunes theme for about, you know, half a year. But it all came from John. It came from John. But I think both that and Estelle were incredible true life stories, weren't they? And as John said, when he first mentioned Dirty John, um, one of the best things about it is that it resolves itself. It's completely resolved. Kind of unlike serial. Don't tell me. Don't tell me what happened. You've listened to it yet? No, I just said that. I'm going to download it for holiday. All right, okay. You need to get on it, girl. It is phenomenal. I just want to say that the other, in, you know, it's difficult to compare, but the Adam Bug, uh, Buxton podcast where he interviews people is just always a joy. And my favourite's Coba de Mayo film review, the biggest film podcast in the world. What about the Empire? Along podcast? with Empire, yeah. along with our sister publication, Empire. Coba de Mayo is just never never ceases to delight and entertain. But in the end, it's down to S Town, and it's the if rightful we can't winner. Ourselves win, then S Town must. Exactly. You can see, listeners, all of these winners in all their glory on the Heat World website somewhere. It'll be there. It's a Google. And you can see, so you can see the footage of people like Benedict Cumberbatch and Jack Whitehall and Claudia Winkleman accepting their awards and thanking us. With your eyes. And you can read all about it in Heat Magazine out today, 14th of November. What a treat for all the senses. We've covered all the bases, Kate. 360 degree multimedia um, things. And famous people out there, if you want to be in with a chance of winning an Unmissables Award 2018, <laughs> then make good choices. Go out and do good things, you know, and then we'll see what we, we think. We do accept bribes as well, We'll like see chocolates. what we think. We can't promise, but you want to be in the running, get making those good choices now. What a great final message, Steph. Well, yeah. I think we need to wrap it up because I think I need to go to a finger hospital. My yeah, they're looking really red raw. Look at that. Thank you very much for your finger drumming. Thanks. It's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. (laughs) We'll be back with another normal podcast uh, next week.